Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, beautiful human beings of planet Earth, to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thunmit, we are back. What up, Summit? What up, bro? What's going on? What's good with you? Not much, man. You know, it's a fresh new week, fresh new episode. We've got so much to talk about. Not really. Just kidding. We're going <laughs> to... It's weird running a podcast, you know. Sometimes you have a lot to say on your mind and you're like, God, I can't wait for this episode this week because I want to say so much shit. And sometimes, you know, sometimes your Mercury's in retrograde and you're having one of those days and you're like, I don't want to talk to anybody or say anything. I don't feel like sharing shit. Wow. In the first minute, you mentioned Mercury retrograde. That was the only topic we had for today. That's, the, that's literally the only thing that you want to talk well, about. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing... <laughs> we out. <laughs> Wait, was this an episode or a commercial? <laughs> Yo, speaking of commercials, we should look into monetizing off our podcast soon, right? Or at some point, somebody should pay us. Should yeah, just- somebody should pay us because right now we're paying for hosting yeah. of the podcast online so should, should we really could, we're losing money in recording this <laughs> <laughs> oh this is like the worst investment ever <laughs> oh no this is a no, sunken cost this is not an yeah. investment in, in, by any means <laughs> there's no return <laughs> i no, wonder who who wouldn't who would sponsor us like what kind of companies do you think Oh man, that's a tough one. What do we talk about a lot in, on here? Uh, we spoke about. We used to talk about Air India a little bit. Um, Air India. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of yet another podcast is brought to you by Air India. <laughs> Fly Air India. <laughs> what is their motto? I don't know what their motto is. Yeah, I don't know what their motto is either. But <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have one. <laughs> They're I, like I we cannot decide. <laughs> I would love to be sponsored by like, you know, like a local trucking company. <laughs> this episode of yet another podcast is brought to you by HMS Trucking and Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Long haul, your- short haul, whatever it needs. <laughs> <laughs> For all your trucking needs, contact HS Delon at. <laughs> I would love that. Yo, are, these com- are these like real commercials <laughs> these are like so if you put on Punjabi radio which my mom listens to all the time so like mm-hmm. I, I end up hearing them <laughs> you know yeah. there's like these commercials that play on Punjabi radio all the time trucking trucking insurance uh, farm related stuff insurance life insurance type stuff grocery stores they'd be like you know um, Indian grocery stores and stuff like that um, yeah, let's talk about this for a second yeah. So obviously, I hope we have some non-Punjabi listeners to the podcast, right? So what you're describing right now is mm-hmm. like a whole new world to them, right? So yeah. think about this. People who grew up listening to the regular radio, right? Like yeah. Hot 97, Z100, whatever it is, like you yeah, know, yeah. whatever your local hot like stations were. Right. Check your privilege. Because we had to grow <laughs> up listening to this shit. That's true. It's, it's, for, it's true for sure. Like, how oh, many yeah. grocery stores do you know that are advertising on Hot 97? 
<laughs> Can you imagine that? Yo, 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 this is Funk Master Flex. You tuned into WPGC 95.5. Right now, Patel Brothers got a great sale going on. You know what I'm saying? You get the two Thunyas, you get the third Thunya free. You know what I'm saying? So go get your Thunya fixed up right now. Uh, <laughs> keep it locked in right here. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> that would be yeah. hilarious if Indian stores could afford commercials on, you know, big mainstream radio stations. <laughs> yo, man, up and up bazaar, bro. <laughs> could be like, yo, yo, make sure you hit up that up and up bazaar this weekend because you know the sale's gonna be bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Some like low that level is probably going to be like, we have sale, you come, you shop, you buy, you leave. Okay, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> oh, man. Can we talk about, though, like, can we talk about how, like, the racism in brown, in, in brown communities exists? Like, oh, 100%. Whether it's our generation or our parents' generation, like, brown people are somewhat racist towards black people. It's a thousand percent true bro a thousand percent true and not just black people think about this indians are racist against each other based on their skin color oh yeah and (laughs) and other asian people too (laughs) they don't like chinese people korean people uh indian people don't like anyone who the fuck do they like they love white people by the way they do love white people i I tweeted this i don't know if we talked about it yet i can't can't remember but i was like indian people have residual stockholm syndrome from uh-huh. when the British used to rule India. Right? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about this, right? In our parents' minds, or in, in their generation, whatever, Yeah. Like they grew up studying the history, early history. Some some of our parents are prob- were probably yeah. around or alive like during that time when partition happened. Yeah. Our grandparents were around, right? Yeah. They experienced that like british rule where it was like an iron fist you know everything was very british even like yeah the way the indian army operates today is very british influence right everything about india is so british bro yeah. the way the government's set up the indian accent is just a, it's a it's an attempt at a british accent for real i think the one but, that makes me most upset is chicken tikka masala though <laughs> I get that. I get that. It's like because uh, like apparently that's latte. not even Indian. It's British. Oh really? Yeah. Like I guess it was Damn. invented in England. I don't know what the history is. This is not what we're talking about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, shit is crazy. I tried to I tried to explain it to to my family. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago when when the protests were really heavy and stuff, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, they just kept saying things like. Oh, you know, protest is okay, but like, you know, why, why do you have to, you know, burn things or whatever? That's yeah. not nice. And I'm <laughs> like, yo, uh, uh, we've burned plenty of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we've burned down plenty of buses. We've thrown plenty of rocks. We've, uh, you know, we've looted a bu- enough shit. We've broken enough shit and dam- damaged enough property in our lives when shit happens with us. So like. You know, we need to check ourselves and check our privilege and, and stop pretending like we understand how they feel, you know? Yeah, I mean... So <coughs> I, that was I the best way too, right? I could explain it to them. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you're right. They were like, oh, shit, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I think, like, I don't know what it is. They just feel like 
they see these other businesses or business owners or whatever and they're like oh they probably spent their entire life savings creating that business and now like they're literally having to watch it burn down or get looted or whatever right 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 right. so i get the like empathy part of that but i think there are certain things about like protesting or like this type of action or movement yeah like they don't like the residual results of it right right right, things that happen as a side effect as opposed to like the main message but exactly it's hard it's hard to get them to understand like the fact that they are actually racist you know what i mean like but <laughs> the thing is, it's it's it is very hard, but it's not impossible. Uh, and I think people need to start basically. It, it's not always going to be one conversation, and all of a sudden your parents are not racist. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. not going to happen. Uh, it but takes, the thing is, I think know, they just years. don't know what the where the line is for for them. Like they don't know what racism really is, like the true definition of it. Right, 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 right. Or right, like right. or like political correctness in like today's like current state. Right, they think racism is um, is either violent or or li- like they don't understand that racism can be subtle. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the main thing. Is like yo, you're you know the side comments that you make or the snarky remarks that you make or the way you look at a person or the or the assumptions you make about a person or stereotyping a person. Like those are all, you know, uh, subtle racism uh signs of racism basically right Mm so uh it's hard to explain that to them but it's not impossible i I had a pretty good conversation with my mom about it and which is crazy because my mom teaches in pg county in maryland uh she teaches at a at a school that's probably like 80 percent 90 percent black um and uh you know she deals with this stuff every day so it's very it's been a very interesting time i mean at least she gets it you know what i mean like yeah. yeah i think there's conversations that i've had with like my family my parents whatever um, yeah that sometimes they understand certain things and other things are more difficult for them to understand maybe i'm not doing the best job explaining it because i feel like yeah you know sometimes there's a disconnect in terms of what they understand versus what i'm explaining true but yeah I, I, the thing is this right and, and something that we've kind of mentioned and reiterated on previous episodes at least the last couple of weeks is that continue the conversations have these conversations with the people right. that you feel that you can have open and honest conversation with right right um, and if there's a takeaway that each of you can can come away with from those conversations then you know it's just going to make your bond better but it's also going to be it's also just going to create a better opportunity for understanding given that like open and open dialogue exists yeah i feel that um, you have no idea what i just said did you no, no. <laughs> you use so many words <laughs> uh, all i heard is open dialogue so that's good for the open record so for what? the listeners who don't know what's going on right now we're using a brand new app right we're using google meet which is like google's version of zoom yeah and there's literally this option for turning on captions so like as somebody's speaking you can yeah. read actually accurate captions while they're speaking so it's i said all insane. that and you didn't take anything in <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking insane i'm just distracted it's literally typing out it's insane it's crazy <laughs> it's so good it's so accurate it's wild. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, anyway, what have you been up to this week? 
you know, other than my Mercury being in Gatorade, um, not much. <laughs> uh, oh, um, actually, one thing that's been stressing me the fuck out is house hunting. I am in the market for a house as a first-time home buyer, mm. and uh, let me tell you, it has been a very interesting experience, a big learning experience, and extremely stressful. Like it is, you know, it's been very interesting. Let's just say that. I can imagine, man. This, that's why I guess, like, for so many young people, it's such a like. I wouldn't say unattainable, but like a lofty kind of goal nowadays to actually be a homeowner. It's intimidating. Yeah. It's very intimidating. Now, I've been renting for like God knows how long, like at least six years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I finally feel like I'm at the place where I have enough money saved up for a down payment. I have, uh, you know, stable enough income to be able to afford a mortgage. I finally got my credit score up and all that stuff where, where it's supposed to be. And now, now I was like, yo, I just don't want to fucking rent anymore. Like, I, I need to own my own house. Uh, but it's, it's, just, it's just like you have to soak in so much information. The first thing is you got to learn about how these loans and shit work, yep. right? Um, and then the second thing is like you got you to gotta learn about how these – so I'm looking at a lot of new constructions. Mm-hmm. And you got to look at how they work too. Like they they entice you and they like kind of bring you in with like starting in the low 300s. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I can do low 300s. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get there. They're like, yeah, um, by the time you leave, it'll probably be close to four. I'm like, what the fuck? Like what? does it not come with bathrooms? Like what is starting 300s? Is it just a box? like does it come with anything <laughs> Bro, it's like when you go to a car dealership they tell you oh it's a you know starts at thirty two thousand dollars oh wow that's not too bad but yeah that's with like zero features so like once yeah. you add every like you're literally adding like the steering wheel the brakes like <laughs> it's insane man you walk out of there you, you just like cut, come out of a car that's fifty five thousand dollars yeah man this shit is ridiculous but it's been it's been good um i was actually uh there was a tweet that i retweeted earlier today because that's what i do now i'm i'm big on twitter you You're should tweet you guys sh- i'm a tweeter now you guys should go follow me tan man tweets with a z uh look me up um i need more followers <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but there's this girl that tweeted this thing where she talked about when she went she was a she was a black girl and when she went to go purchase a new house her lender was like oh so how much is your family giving because normally you know families gift like 50 to a hundred thousand dollars for your down payment and she was like bitch you had 400 years of a head start like we don't got that kind of money what the fuck are you talking about and it's so relatable i was like yo like i can like like I don't have a family member that's about to give me fifty thousand dollars for my down payment. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, ma. Uh, so I was wondering if I could uh, have some money, not borrow. No, I just want it <laughs> it's for for me. Can I get yeah, fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, <laughs> my mom's gonna be like, "Fuck you! Th- you think <laughs> I have fifty thousand dollars sitting around?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's crazy, man. House hunting is insane. Um, so like what's your like what's the biggest thing you've learned so far about either the process or about yourself um yo after a while everything starts looking the same like Mm -hmm. we made the mistake of seeing like 
12 houses in one day on Saturday. And by the end of the day, by the end of the night and the next day, I was like, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I legit don't remember anything about any of them. They all kind of like looked the same, felt the same after that. So yeah. um, I think now I'm trying to like limit how many I see at a time. Maybe like only see two or three at a time and come back and write notes about what I liked and what I didn't like and what works and what doesn't work kind of thing. Gotcha. Also, some of these homes are going hella fast. Like yeah. there was a house that popped up over the weekend and I was like Monday morning, let, like, let's see if we could go check it out. They were like, it's sold. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I actually, uh, I think there's like a bunch of people now also looking for rental, like apartments mm. or condos and things like that. And those are starting to go really fast as well. I don't know if it's like people are saying, oh, okay, now is a pretty good time to like scoop something up at like somewhat of a discount. I don't know if that's the case at all or what. Yeah. But there is like a lot of activity in the housing market, especially given the economy right now. It's yeah. interesting. It's interesting to see. Economy is going up, which is crazy because. Well, it's fluctuating. Uh, it's not yeah. up. It's not down. It's just like it's yeah. hovering. But the the reason why the housing market is crazy right now is because um, loan rates are really down. Yeah. Uh, loan rates are really low. Uh, like one of my buddies, uh, he just got a loan approved for 2.75%. And I was what? like, holy shit, that's a fucking crazy rate, right? 2.75%? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got approved for three and I was mad. I was like, why is my shit so high? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's not even that much higher. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, I was mad. I was upset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else is going on in the world? It was Trump's birthday. A lot of people were trolling him. That was funny. Yeah, they, were, they, were, they didn't let like him a, become a trending topic on Twitter. Did you see that? Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> funny. But anyway, speaking of Trump, there's two things that have come out about him uh, that I found interesting. First one is. Uh, apparently he and Melania who's our first lady right they've been married for quite some time they have a like 10 year old kid together Baron yeah she apparently so when he first became president there was like yeah. this thing where he moved to the White House or whatever and yeah. she didn't come with him she stayed in New York for a while right okay and it was because and, and the, like what they t- told everybody in the media was that oh it's because they don't want to uh, disrupt Barron's like school or whatever it is right right she used that as an excuse so what we learned recently is that she had a prenup when she married Donald Trump oh, which shit. I think based on the way it was handled the second time around and I'll get to that is that it seems like she was guaranteed some kind of cash or money as part of like a contract for being married to Trump, right? So that was part of the prenup. What? Or maybe it was like, oh, you have to stay with me for a certain amount of time and you'll get this amount, um, this amount of money or whatever, right? Oh, cool. I, don't, I don't know the details. Nobody does at this point. But <clears throat> it turns out recently she rene- renegotiated the terms of her prenup. Yo, what? I need to see this prenup. Yeah, and I'm like... This would be a it's, very I mean, fun It makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah, Think does. about that. It makes a lot of sense that, like, she really just doesn't like him, but she's stuck with him. But she's yeah. like, I'm, I'm still sticking with it because I'm getting money out of it at the end of it. Because <laughs> there's literally no other reason. Like, I can't imagine there's any other reason. Yeah, imagine, like, I imagine them getting divorced, like, literally the day after he leaves office. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
She's probably like the first one who's going to vote for Biden, by the way. <laughs> Imagine that, dude. That would be hilarious. Um, is she allowed to vote? Is she a citizen? She just recently she became a citizen. Her parents did too. Oh, she's a citizen now. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, like, I, I remember she wasn't a citizen or something. Yeah, I think she um, became citizen after she became first lady, which is great. wild. That's <laughs> great. That's fine. Yeah. Um, America. America, man. Speaking of, um, I this was a couple weeks ago or like last week or something. But so uh, basically right wing people were trying to uh, create this new hashtag that was going trending called Whiteout Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and the funniest shit was fans of K-pop. Do you know what mm-hmm. K-pop is? Unfortunately, uh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so fans of K-pop or ba- cake, cake pop. <laughs> Did you say cake pop? <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. K-pop. <laughs> K-cup. Um, that's a Keurig. Um what? Fans of okay, say what you got to say, bro. Come on. Friends of K-pop <laughs> uh, were basically posting K-pop videos and photos and hashtagging Whiteout Tuesday to try and drown out their noise, which was fucking hilarious. I just thought it was funny. It was, this story was not even worth mentioning. <laughs> it happened. Whatever. Fuck off. All right. To their credit, <laughs> listen, I... I for, okay, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get backlash for it because I've seen what K-pop stands and fans can do. Uh-huh. But as a community, there's there's no other community that is more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know where K-pop Damn. came from, how it blew up so fast. I just came I don't from know. Korea. No, no, what do you mean? <laughs> All right. You, you know what I mean, okay? <laughs> Obviously, I know where it comes from, but what I'm saying is like, it just kind of blew up in the world out of nowhere, right? Yeah, it did. And yeah, I don't like. I felt like I blinked and like that All K-pop exists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and come to find out that like people have been listening to K-pop like uh, people we time. know just for like months or years or my, something like that. My right? question is this: Do they sing in English? I don't think so. So it would okay. That's interesting. But I don't know. All I know is that there's one band, like a boy band, kind of yeah, like yeah. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, each of those, first of all, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were like five people each. Yeah. There's this other group called BTS, the K pop group. And yeah, then I yeah, swear BTS. there's like 13 of them. <laughs> They're how like you, the singing Jabberwockies. Yeah, but, like, how do you fit 13 <laughs> vocals on one song? Is <laughs> that. It sounds like a nightmare for a sound engineer. <laughs> yeah, like whose voice is this, bro? Like, <laughs> imagine one song must take like weeks, months to finish because there's 13 people on there. That's I'm, that's a choir. That's that's not a fucking that's, band. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, a choir. Yo, um, Joe Rogan's podcast signed to Spotify exclusively for a hundred million dollars. What yep. the fuck? This is somebody, uh, something. Somebody yeah, give I mean, us a hundred dollars, we'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> why is that so real? <laughs> Have you noticed that? That's what happens like when you, you know, like every time there's like a big lottery in the country, like, you know, it reaches like a half a billion dollars or whatever. 
and then people at work are always like talking about it and and there's always like the always the question is always like oh my god like if i had 100 million dollars what would i do and then people start laying out these scenarios they're like oh man i don't even need a hundred million just give me 10 million i pay (laughs) off my house i pay off my mom's house i buy my friend's cribs i'll be good and the other person's always like man fuck that 10 million give me like a million i'll be happy you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm gonna pay off my house i'm gonna pay off my car i'll be good you know what i'm saying i still work whatever and then so, then the other person's always like man give me a hundred thousand dollars you know what i'm saying like i'll be <laughs> good <laughs> and at the end of it the guy's like 40 bucks you know what i'm saying i really just need 40 dollars right now <laughs> This is it the always, worst negotiating tactic I've ever heard. It always keeps coming down. It's like the lottery is at a billion, and people are always like, this is like people are always like, first they start off talking about how much, you know, like what they'd be happy with, and then <laughs> they come back to earth. They're like, yeah, five bucks, man. If I, if I win five bucks on the next one, I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The f- fucked up part is that I've had conversations like that with people before. <laughs> I'm saying everybody has these conversations yeah. all the time. Every time the lottery is like big, and every time it hits the news, it's like the lottery is at a record high. Blah blah blah. Like, what's What's even more interesting about lottery, right, is that when people see the like jackpot amount go up to like some astronomical number, that's yeah. when they feel the most confident that they're gonna win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, think they understand how lotteries work. Yeah, like <laughs> clearly it's it's getting more attention. More people are yeah, buying tickets. That's why the value is going up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this shit is crazy. Yo, I had a thought the other day, and you could What's tell me that? if this was messed up. <laughs> yes. So, th- think back to when we used to drive, right? Remember that, like before coronavirus. <laughs> I still drive every yeah, day. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit different for you guys. We're in New York, it's a little bit different as well, right? We, yeah, there's like nowhere is. to go if you're not going anywhere like specific. That's right? true. So okay. the thought I had was occasionally like, you know, you'll, you'll be driving on the highway. You'll yeah. see like these signs and it'll be like an amber alert, right? Yeah. Now, obviously we know that an amber alert is a very serious and like important message, right? Right. Somebody's child has been abducted and... There's like you know they want the public's help to locate that person. They always list out the kind of car it is, right? The make, the color, the license plate. Right. Now you tell me, because I know I do this. Yeah. But I ignore the Amber Alert and I start judging the person based on their car. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, like you know, it'll be like Amber Alert missing child look for a white dodge neon uh from yeah. 2004 and i'm thinking i'm sitting there thinking like who the fuck is still buying a dodge <laughs> neon or driving a dodge neon it's like amber alert yeah. blue geo prism 1994 my <laughs> license plate i have candy like what yeah. it's, it's always some busted up car too right it's yeah. never like oh person ab- like amber alert Lamborghini Urus like no nobody ever does. <laughs> it's never a thing right I don't think people would be abducting children if they could afford Lamborghinis <laughs> even the child is like damn a Lambo I'm good here <laughs> 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 I want to know if Amber Alerts have ever worked like 
there's a very 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 low success rate i did look this up you did yeah yeah it's a very low success rate but it's like like public officials turn to amber alerts in dire times like when nothing else is working they have no leads right right? the only thing that they know is that the person who potentially could have abducted somebody drives a specific car right yeah that's the only way like a 1989 Toyota Cressida. <laughs> yeah, like, what is that? What does that even look like? How would I recognize that on the street? Dude, that's true. Like, fucking Amber Alerts are not even relevant to, like, mil- a lot of millennials. Millen- 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 good, very good. <laughs> and generation- the Generation Z kids don't know what the fuck a geoprism is. Yeah. Or, or even a Toyota Solara. Whatever happened to the fucking Solara? Why did they never make it again? <laughs> What happened to the Toyota Avalon? That shit was popping. It was like a bigger Camry. Yeah, it was. It was like a Lexus, but a Toyota. What happened to that? Why don't, that, why don't they the have thing. that anymore? Like, uh, it, it's sad, man, because like, f- it makes us feel so old when we see things like that. But yeah. you get the point that I'm making, right? Like, yeah, how, yeah, I got you. Like, Amber Alerts are more distracting than helpful, I feel like. They, they are. They definitely are. Because think about I, this. I just, what I do usually is it's not like I write that information down and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be vigilant for the next, yeah. you know, many days around right. my neighborhood. Every, I legit just look while I'm on the highway going 80. I look to my left, look to my right. Oh, I guess I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the chance that I would see that car on the highway the same exact time passing the same sign right around the same time like what are the odds of that shit that's such a good point i feel like i do the same thing i'm just like yeah i don't see it i'm good i've done my part (laughs) half the time i'm just like damn the kid was taken (laughs) that sucks (laughs) because i'm like yo i'm not in a position to be able to help like i i feel for that person his family or whatever but and that kid but i'm just like too distracted by Oh, look yeah. for this piece of shit car yeah. with this specific license plate. Like, yeah. you, as a driver, you're not supposed to be looking at other cars anyway, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> it's pretty distracting, yeah. What, uh, what are some weird road signs you've seen? Oh, that's a specific one. Um, like One I saw recently was I thought was pretty interesting. Uh it just said men working. <laughs> I was like, cool. <laughs> I was like, wait, that, you've never I, seen that one before? Well, I've always seen it online, like people making fun of it and yeah. stuff. I've never seen it like physically in person. And uh, I was like, damn. And it hits different. I'm like, damn, this is sexist. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I used it to wasn't live in New York false. City, right? There were men working. Yeah. But <laughs> See, I, I was the, like, I would do it the other way, right? So what happened with me? or what I would do rather is when I was living in New York City I would see construction happening if I saw a sign that said men working I'm ca- I'm just looking around like yo there's gotta be a woman up here somewhere there's gotta there's <laughs> gotta be like, one woman that can't be true yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, I've been playing this new game mm-hmm. uh, I call it do you want to hear the name first, or you want me to describe the game first? I think you should describe it first, and then tell us the name, and see if it fits. Oh, yeah, okay, all right. So what I do is, at, at work, like at, at our warehouse here at Roots Gear, um, the, uh, our toilet is kind of, like, not great, you know? Okay, where's this story going? <laughs> it has, like, its issues, okay? Like, sometimes it acts up and shit, all right? So, no pun intended. So what I do is... <laughs> 
so what I do is sometimes I try to play this game where uh, I hit when I walk in I hit the flush and then I start peeing and then I try to finish peeing by the time all of it goes down and that's like a game I've been playing recently it's pretty fun you want to hear what I call it yes please tell us I call it race against the machine <laughs> It's like, like the band Rage Against the Machine, yeah. but, but it's a race against the machine. Got it. Yeah, Do you I like it. I name? like it. <laughs> weird game. games like that. <laughs> weird game, but yeah, I get it. It's not a weird game. It's, it's no, I feel like <clears throat> I don't know. Somehow, some way, we always end up at like bathroom conversations on this podcast. Not, but well, usually it's because of me. But okay. hundred percent it's because of you, not usually, it's just always. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I feel like I do the same thing in like urinals. Right? Mm. Like I'll flush first and then I'll pee. Because I don't want splashback. But you get the splash of the water. So you cool with water splashback. No. Oh, but you like step away. You like step away. <laughs> flush, step away. <laughs> Yes, you I like so, do a whole dance. You like I social distance myself shit. from the urinal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I'm um, standing six feet away, yelling Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, bro. Rest in peace. Yeah, you're right. Um, a, um, when I was younger, uh, I used to think that there was a correlation mm-hmm. um, with between the size of your penis and the amount of urine that is going to escape your bladder at any given moment. So say I was in a public bathroom and somebody else was peeing next to me, I would like go for extra longer, like <laughs> try, try to keep going as long as possible, thinking that, you know, there was a correlation between like the, okay. the two. So. <laughs> On behalf of yet another <laughs> podcast, I want to apologize to the listeners for having heard that. <laughs> Dunmith apparently is thinking about starting an OnlyFans or something because this is a weird topic. <laughs> Yo, sign up for my OnlyFans. Yo, okay. Since we're talking about it, just real quick. In, weird what? game weird game that you play with yourself. Uh, that now also came out weird. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Damn, I lost my train of thought. That was kind of funny, though. <laughs> but Weird game that you play with yourself. Yeah, that just made me lose my train of thought, though. I, I Come back to me. Well, <laughs> Pass. <okay. laughs> you were the one that decided that you were next, and now you're passing. Yeah, okay. sorry. That's my fine. bad. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what other games I play. Um, bathroom games? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Okay, I got it. Hold up. Okay, go. So, obviously, 2020 has been quite a year, right? Yes. If you had to put a slogan on it or a motto behind it, what what would it be? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, Let me think about it. Does it have to be a popular slogan from, like, a brand? No, no. It doesn't have to be real. You could just say, like, based on, obviously, like, the things that we've experienced. It would be like, I, I think a couple good ones are 2020, shit just got real. Okay. You know what I mean? Or 2020, 
sponsored by Karen <laughs> and banana bread. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by the good folks at uh, Banana Bread and the Karen Association of the Karen Association. I like Association that. Association of Karens. <clears throat> the the Let Me See Sponsor. Your Manager Coalition. <laughs> uh, twenty twenty. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty twenty. Uh, let's hope the Mayan calendar is accurate for next year. <laughs> twenty twenty. Yeah. Now available in four D. Twenty twenty brought to you by Zoom. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else would be funny. Twenty twenty. Race against the machine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I actually kind of want to know, listeners, you know, whoever's the out there. Race against the machine is actually a great slogan for 2020. That's true. It's like rage against the machine, mm-hmm. but the word race, yeah, aka racism, Yo, you're right. is in there against the machine. It's one race against the machine. The machine. Oh my oh. god, Ooh. this is genius. Spit wow, them I'm bars, a boy. Oh man! <laughs> mixtape dropping soon. Yes. Um, yeah, I think the Karen thing, the banana bread thing, Zoom for sure. Um, there's a lot, man. I just feel like, but I, I do think that Race Against the Machine wins the cake on this. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much. You're welcome. And I'm not bam, just saying bam, that. <laughs> Folk Master Flex Night. <laughs> This WPGC 95.5 We're brought to you right now by Maza Mango Juice You know what I'm saying? Get chilled Wait, is WPGC a real radio yeah, station? Is. Yeah, What is that? WPG County? Like, what is that? Oh, actually hmm, I've never thought of it I don't know <laughs> I don't know what it stands for What do they all stand for? They're always something weird I never know I, we I don't have even know how they one came that's up called with them. WKYS What is all that? Uh, what do these letters stand for? Yeah, I don't even know. World, <laughs> people's, I don't know. All right, let's look anyway. at radio acronym. You guys have it easy. New York's just like Hot 97. No, no, those aren't the real names, though. Oh, it's not. <clears throat> yeah, they all have like W-H-N, H-something, I don't even know. The T is um, probably telecommunication. The W is, wor- no, it's not world, because it's like local. Um, w is for, I don't know what it's for. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Uh, I thought you were looking it up. Yeah, I am looking it up. I'm still looking oh, it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been re-watching Master of None. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen it? Have you seen it? Have yeah, seen I've it? seen Master of None, yeah. It's pretty good, man. Uh, I wish they came out with a third season already. Is this your first time? No, I'm just rewatching. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're... I don't think they're planning a third season, right? Because the, the whole Aziz and Sorry thing happened after that? Yeah, but then he had a Netflix special after that. Yeah, but I don't know what they've decided. Oh. <laughs> Where's the public stand on Aziz and Sorry? That's what I want to know. 
Yeah, I is don't even like, know, actually. Is he, like, midway canceled? Not fully canceled? Or where does he stand? <laughs> <laughs> where do okay. we stand? Somebody tell me. Okay, yes. Radio st- yeah, so radio station. So there's four letters that radio station, uh, they're, like, identification codes, okay? All of them. All of them have four. Yeah. Okay. No, but, like, these four letters specifically are the ones where they start. So okay. W, X, X, Y, Z, whatever, right? Yeah. So W, K, N, and A are the four first letters. The letter N and A were given to military stations, but K and W were assigned out for commercial use, okay? Okay. Radio stations to the east of the Mississippi River had to start with W. And Whoa. stations west of the Mississippi River start with K. Whoa. Which makes a lot of sense because I know in L.A. all the radio stations start with the letter K. Yeah, I know that too, <laughs> kind of. That's cool. <laughs> what are the rest of the letters? So the rest of the letters are like <clears throat> the like rest of the identification code for that specific station. Area? And yeah. so the station people, I guess it looks like it des- uh, they decide what they want. Gotcha. I don't know Damn. how they come up with it exactly, but like one of them is WTTW for Windows to the World. Alright, cool. Cool. <laughs> do, do you, boo boo? Yeah, you on the radio, there's no windows, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a sports radio station out in St. Louis that's mm-hmm. chose the name K R A P. Crap. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you or for K-rap. listening to Crap. <laughs> or K Rap. Yeah, or K Rap. Damn, that's <clears throat> just not smart. Is it a rap station? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, uh, speaking of rap, uh, today is Tupac's birthday. Happy birthday, Tupac. It is. Happy birthday, indeed. Uh, R.I.P. I, I think I've said this in, like, uh, Rest in Peace, Rest in Paradise, Tupac, but I think I've said this, like, uh, in one of the very early episodes uh, of our podcast, probably sometime last year, but uh, when we talked about our music, our music journey, our journey with music and stuff mm-hmm. like that, we shared that. Remember I told you like my first introduction to hip hop was through uh was through Tupac. Yep. And it was his album Until the End of Time. Mm-hmm. I was in Kuwait. The year was 2001. <laughs> I walked into the shop. Uh it was like an audio cassette shop, so you know they had like all these genres and stuff, but they also had hip hop in there. And I just looked at this guy. I looked at this guy who's an Arabi guy and I was like, "Hey man, um is there any rap albums <laughs> that I can buy? <laughs> and, and he just pointed to that one, and I was like, cool. I was like, all right, I guess I'll get this. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I had heard the word Tupac before, uh-huh. but I had never heard his music. So I was Got like, it. okay, cool. I guess I'll, I'll pick this up. So I, I grabbed that shit, and I go home. Uh, and my dad used to have like this giant boom box at the house you know the ones that used to like boast about the number of watts they have so right. <laughs> like you people used to leave the stickers on that said 500 watts you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro i used to do that. i did that too my my uh stereo yeah and so um i was home alone and i put in that cassette you know you got to put in side a yeah put in the side a and yeah Shit started blasting through the speakers, and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? This is tight. And, um, yeah, I, I'll never forget that experience. Like, that's that was such a great experience. And then 
for the, and it's not like I could afford cassettes every day, mm-hmm. uh, nor were we allowed to buy you know stuff like that every day or whatever. Yeah. So I just was listening to that nonstop. You know, I was just listening to that cassette nonstop. That and and Shaggy. So Shaggy's album had come out around the same time. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, so I was listening to both of those like nonstop around that time. Uh, two very very sort of different types of uh, songs <laughs> it's good you got a well-rounded a uh, well well i can't talk today a well-rounded yeah, a, a, you know experience with all the music yeah especially within the hip-hop realm yeah that was cool man um but yeah tupac was uh, such a revolutionary so ahead of his time mm-hmm uh, the amount of music he put out, the amount of content he put out, the amount of activism he did, the amount of uh, the amount of talent that was in his body, like it was just fucking ridiculous, man. The dude was a creative genius. So, question for you: There's a yeah. lot of debate that goes around, like about Tupac, Biggie, other rappers, right? Like who's the quote-unquote greatest of all time, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, like people have their own opinions. But I think yeah. that it usually comes down to like this conversation of Tupac versus Biggie, right? Right. So in your mind, do you consider Tupac better than Biggie or Biggie better than Tupac? It's it's not a matter. Like, that's object. Like, you can't, you know, that's a stupid conversation to have. It's just of what you prefer and what you relate to more. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like, you know, I relate more to Tupac. I, right. It's not like I don't love Biggie songs. There's a lot of Biggie songs that I like, too. Right. But, you know, uh, I don't believe in objectively trying to compare two people's art. You know, mm-hmm. that, I, I find that to be ridiculous. That's stupid. Like, I agree with that. Art, art is for people to relate to and if you like one better than the other cool good for you like you know mm-hmm. but there is no there's no need to have that debate and that's the kind of shit that fucking you know ended up getting both of them killed mm-hmm. was it was all about who's better and who's got more clout and who's right. got who's got the bigger sales and who's selling out more concerts and all that like that's the shit that fucking got them both killed and that's such a sad thing that two very talented people died because people are idiotic about trying to you know compare two people's talent or compare two people's art they're both really talented people so where do you stand in the in the other conversation that it happens is which is um so during the time that they were alive they weren't considered that great of lyricists Mm. But because they passed away in such tragic manners that yeah. they, they get like this respect or like this level of like um, elite ship or whatever yeah. because they passed away at that, like in the height of their careers. Yeah. Do you agree with that statement or do you think that people just have this like closed minded lens that they're looking at them through? Uh, I, I get that. Kids these days will, will listen to Tupac songs and be like, wow. This sounds so elementary. Like he, he rhymed cool with school and, you know, shoe with boo. Like, wow, that's so, like, that's, that doesn't seem like talented enough for them or whatever. But that opinion to me is also, um, it comes from a very sort of limited scope of thinking because um, 
the person that first starts doing these like they're they're one of the first few big rappers like you know obviously you had people before them like slick rick and and a bunch of others but these guys really popularized rap for for the 90s and um they didn't have a blueprint you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the first person that 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 lays down some shit without any blueprint in front of them like that in itself is has to be considered as as ingenious every rapper today looks at the rappers that have already come before them and looks at that blueprint and goes oh i could do that better and cool that's what you're supposed to do look at what exists and try to make it better in 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 essence that what that's what the goal of any creative person or entrepreneur or artist is is to Find out whatever exists or doesn't exist and try to try to solve a problem, try to make it better, right? right. Um, and but at the end of the day, like you have to give respect to the person that did that shit without a blueprint. Mm-hmm. Tupac didn't have a Tupac to look up to, to right. be like, oh, his rhymes are elementary. Let me fucking do this shit, you know, in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you have to consider. Um, and I get why people these days, like kids these days, can't listen to that because, you know, you had after Tupac and Biggie, you had so many rappers uh, come after that. You know, you had yeah. fucking Jay-Z and Nas and like lyrically, lyrically Jay-Z and Nas are like crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, so much better in terms of like flow types and, and, and shit like that than Pac and Biggie. Pac and Biggie had very sort of similar East Coast flows. Like, their flows were very template, I would say. You know what I mean? Mm. And then Jay-Z came along, and Nas came along, and Eminem came along, and, you know, people like Twister came along, and <laughs> 50 Cent came along. Like, all these people came up. You really Lucas. just mentioned Twister. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of somebody that raps really differently, and I was like, Twister, he does mm. that shit. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, you gotta you gotta pay respect to the people that laid down a foundation. You know what I mean, without the without Tupac's numerous albums and Biggie's album, like without Biggie's music, there wouldn't be a J Cole. There wouldn't be uh, a, a baby this, baby that, young this, young that, whatever the fuck is going on out you know to these days. Like there wouldn't be any of that. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. Because I think, like, because rap existed long before Tupac and Biggie came around, right? Like, not they're, that they're, long before. Maybe not that long ago, but they were they were not the first generation of hip hop. By I any think, means. Like, there was Cool, cool Herc and all these other guys. Yeah, so those guys were what, late 80s? No, like, early 90s. Mid 80s. Who, those Pac and Biggie? Mid- no, no, no. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Before like, them. Yeah, like Public Enemy, Run DMC, NWA, like all these other groups right. already existed from before, right? Right. And I, I do think that like we would have seen maybe a different shift in you know the way hip hop has taken course, but I don't think that without Tupac and Biggie, we wouldn't have people like J Cole or Kendrick Lamar. I think that they would just they would just channel. Had, yeah, you're right. They would just channel different rappers from a previous generation and follow you're in right. their path. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but like they but, didn't. 
Right. No, they, no, I get that. They were heavily influenced by Pac and Biggie, and that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And I, and I think that no matter who it was, like they would have been influenced by someone, which is fair, fair to say for anything, right? But yeah. I do agree that Tupac and Biggie have left their in, an enormous hole in terms of uh, a gap that exists within the realm of hip-hop, right? And mm-hmm. it was because that their, their lives were taken away from them at such a young age. They, had, they were still... Like I don't even know if you would consider that they were in the prime of their careers yet. Like I think they were nah, still on their way up. Dude, they were both like t- twenty five, twenty six when they died, something like that. Like they were so yeah. young. Yeah, yeah young. I mean, even age aside, right? But just from like the content of their lyrics, the, the way they're yeah. deli- they, you know their method of delivery, everything. They they were just such yeah. polished artists that yeah. they could only get better from there. You get what I mean? Yeah. And so they that's what I mean. Like they were still on the rise in terms of their the height of their careers mm-hmm. yeah i agree but i do think that their deaths also contributed to the success of hip-hop today not just you know the time that they were alive i think the death had an impact mm. on everything that, that the, the landscape of hip-hop or music in general has taken it immortalized them and it and with them <clears throat> their art was immortalized right which gave hip-hop the momentum that it needed to to be as big as it, as it is today i mean right nobody when they first started rapping in in the 80s early 90s thought that rap would be at the stage where it is now hip-hop is literally like the biggest genre in the world you can hear hip-hop in every corner of the world there's hip-hop in so many different languages now people are rapping in god knows how many languages around the world now and, and think about that shit. Like, all of it started in a fucking park in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. By the black community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is the biggest, one of the biggest contributions that the black community has to the world. Um, just it was the Bronx, s- by the way, not, the, not Bronx, Brooklyn. Sorry, my bad, my yeah. bad. Um, <laughs> to bring yeah. things all back full circle, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, nobody thought it would be as big as it... But you're right. Like, they're untimely deaths really did sort of help uh jumpstart or not jumpstart but like really accelerate the growth of hip-hop yeah yeah it was definitely a catapult type of type like yeah projection that or trajectory rather um but i don't know man i like i I think it'd be interesting to have this debate with like hip-hop historians Mm. right because i think like yeah obviously they're more of a well-versed in like the ins and outs of each person or each rapper's career yeah. <coughs> and and their lives outside of music right yeah so i i, I don't know i i would definitely want to have some hip-hop historian uh, maybe on the podcast at some point have this yeah, conversation with somebody. them and yeah you know pick their brain because uh, you know we we tend to have these conversations amongst ourselves not just me and you but like my my friends yeah. and, you know and there's no definitive answer ever yeah. right because everything is so subjective yeah, no, I, I think in our network, I'm sure we have somebody that's um, more informed than we are and has done more research and stuff into this. Uh, it'd be cool to have a guest on here to talk about that. I think that'd for be sure. dope. Anyway, I think there's a good time to call it quits for tonight. Man's is tired. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. We we hope that all of you guys are staying home, staying safe, even though shit is opening back up. Uh, is, do we still need to say that? 
I don't know what the fuck. I don't know where we stand as a country on this shit. <laughs> go out or don't. I don't know. I'm gonna fuck. Just be safe. <laughs> Keep wearing your masks. <laughs> Keep wearing your masks. Um, but I hope everyone's doing well, and I hope every everybody is uh, staying careful during this Mercury retrograde situation because this shit is out to get you. I'm saying so. Be safe. <laughs> but that's it for this time, folks. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Sumit and Thunmit, we are out. Peace. Peace. Classics. Classics.